Greetings and welcome to the Synaptic Radio Podcast. I am Randy Brown, as I am every time I do this, because, well, I'm the only one that does this show. Got a special show for you this week. Just, uh, I don't even know that it's really going to be considered a weekly, one of the weekly shows. It's a special show all in itself. Got some special guests with me here this week. First, you've already met Mark Reznicek. He's, uh, he was on with us last year whenever his comic book, Buzzkill, was getting ready to come out. And along with him, Vade and Todd Lewis, both from the Toadies. I've known these guys for over 20 years at this point, so you can under- understand that we're all really old. Uh, it's the first time interviewing these guys, hopefully not the last. they got a new album out that we're going to chat with them about here. We've all come a long ways since uh, the Weatherford National Armory show where I tried to electrocute you. Uh-huh. If, uh, if you remember that. And succeeded. Succeeded. Why don't y'all say hi to the nice people? Oh, hello. Hi, nice people. And all of you people that aren't so nice. They can listen, too. Everybody, a, anybody can listen. Yeah. Quite, quite inclusive. Yeah. I, I pride myself on my inclusivity. Inclusiveness? One of those. I think so. I think so. <laughs> That's good. It's going to be a long day. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, you know, it's been a long way since uh, since that Weatherford show. There's been a lot of ups and downs and everything like that. But currently riding a crest of a new high with, with the new album Heretics. Uh, we're going to chat with them about that and uh, maybe a couple other things. Listen to a few songs and uh, hopefully we're going to have some fun. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this as much as we do. So, uh, how you guys doing? Good. Fantastic. Good. A couple of weeks uh, past Dia. Yep. Eighth one. Number eight. Number eight. In a row. In a, in a row? <laughs> That's incredible. I haven't missed a single one. I wish I could say that. <laughs> I had a horrible eye infection. I've gotten it, I mean, except for the second year, I've been to every, at least part of every one. And this year I didn't get to come to a single second terrible well you missed the very best one randy i missed the best one huh yeah yeah it's tremendous well what's what's cool about this festival is is the fact that it's uh you know a lot of the who's who of up-and-coming texas music not texas music per se but texas music real all of it inclusive based in texas based in texas you know i mean (laughs) uh the bright light social hour black joe lewis Heartless Bastards, Gary Clark Jr., so many people have come through. The Sword have all been on this festival, and it's pretty cool. It's because of this festival, basically, is where we've we've wound up with with Heretics. That's right. Uh, yeah. So we've established that this is born basically from what's called the Chill Night idea. What what really is uh, is the Chill Night? What what would y'all classify that as? Well, uh, you know, we have our Dia de los Todis, which is our annual festival we, we talked about. And uh, uh, for year three, we decided to add a second night, uh, a first night, and scale down the crowd, make it more intimate, and, uh, and scale down the sound and make it more chill and acoustic. And um, that's, where, that's what Chill Night is and what it's become, and that's what kind of birthed this whole concept of this Heretics record. Right now, and and chill night. Usually, it's not just the four of you guys. Right, we have uh, guests up and uh, to perform with us, and it's been a blast. We've had uh, Joe Butcher, Matt Hillier, uh, Sarah Jaffe. Oh, geez, uh, the, the you name it. Yeah, uh, because I can't. 
<laughs> well, one time we did have uh, Will Johnson sit in, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. And, that's right. Uh, that was the last one I got to see was Will and James Hall. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Lauren from Ume mm-hmm. played with us one time, I think. And then we got Dwayne Deering, who's one of our uh, crew guys. He's kind of uh, stepped up and played uh, a whole bunch of instruments. He's going to be uh, on tour with us, playing everything from uh, guitar to bass clarinet to various percussion instruments, banjo, uh, a jack of all trades. I yeah, guess. totally. Right now, that uh, that upcoming tour, that's a uh, y'all are doing a few of the uh, dance halls. Around Texas, right? Yeah, we're doing, uh, in October, we're doing a little dance hall run, four dates of just places we've always wanted to play. Is it going to be strictly this sort of format? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Okay, cool. Well, we're done with that. Turn it up. And no, no. It's going to be it's gonna be the chill set, uh, but we're going to have flash pots. I don't know why that is, <laughs> but we're going to do that. And we're going to wear kiss makeup. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> so, you got to entertain the kids. Yeah, they got to be entertained. So, well, we're, you know, we're going to do a full nationwide tour in November, and this is like a like a kind of a promotional for fun type. Sure. Oh yeah, uh, man, playing playing Green yeah. Hall. Oh yeah, looking forward oh, yeah, to that's, it. That's Luke and that's Bach, awesome. all that stuff. That's a, that's about as Texas as you get. Yep. Yep. Uh, about as Texas as when uh, when y'all were playing Trees back. Uh, <laughs> God, it was December of '95. Unfortunately, I didn't drink back then, so I still remember everything uh, but uh the, one of the most texas things i've ever seen was a fight broke out and uh during the set and one of the bouncers had to jump off stage to go carry somebody out and who sits down on the monitor to uh to guard you guys kevin von eric Oh yeah! Oh, that's right. That was about the most Texas thing I think I've ever seen. He just kind of moseys up. He's over. He's over in the back part of the stage, watching with his daughter, and he just kind of moseys up. And I'm just like, and it's the day, you know, it's '95, so there's no camera phones or mm-hmm. anything like that. So there's no no record of it anywhere except for my memory. But uh, well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Chill night has uh, been very beneficial and cool. Yeah, yeah, we're really looking forward to this tour. You know, listening to Heretics, I have to tell you, and this this has no nothing to do with the fact that I've known you guys for twenty years plus years, and that I'm probably I'm biased probably toward y'all. I when I listen to this record, I I don't see other bands that that would be your peers. I just I can't see them being able to pull off this type of record. I think that you guys have, especially with the chill night and everything, you've been able to really be forward thinking and uh, being able to deconstruct, which isn't the first time y'all have done that. And we're, we'll get to that here in a little bit, where, where we've seen completely different versions of your songs. Um, but I think it's it's been really cool. Uh, did We'll talk about the first track that we're going to play here in a second, uh, Belly of the Whale, which seems to be... Uh, a song that's purely written at this juncture as something that comes from the chill night. Am right. I wrong? Am I wrong in that? Is, is that something that y'all worked up as a rock song originally, and then you kind of 
have deconstructed it and we'll see it as a rock song later? Well, or? really, all, all we had for that song, we did want uh, new songs on this record. We didn't want it all to be, you know, right. retreads or not retreads. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> remakes, that's the word. That's right. a little more forgiving. Um, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I uh, uh, wanted some new material and some, you know, unreleased material. And uh, uh, so really we only had the main riff, that, that main theme. Sure. And we kind of cooked that up during sound checks throughout the tour, the Rubberneck tour last year. And uh, then, you know, kept in mind that we were going to strip it down to uh, to uh, put on the Heretics record. So, yeah, we got in the studio and flushed it out and had a right. chorus and words and arrangement and all that stuff. Now, is that the version? Uh, yes. Period? Yeah. Yeah, there was no, I don't think we even demoed it. I don't think so either. Yeah. That's and we it. have kind of worked in reverse on that one where a lot of the other ones started off as, you know, loud electric songs that we deconstructed. This one started off like that, and then we kind of, uh, we've been playing it, you know, fully electric on shows too, so it kind of, it's backwards from all the other ones. Yeah, we started way. off uh, well acoustic with keyboards and everything, and then we switched over to do during our, uh, we were on the Summerland tour recently, and part of... Part of the reason I wanted to do that was to promote this new record, and so we snuck that song in. And, and uh, but it's hard to bust out a mandolin in the middle of a rock set. <laughs> Dude, you're not REM. Come on, <laughs> REM could pull it off. Yes, yeah, yeah. I bet Yes could pull it off. Uh, yeah, Spinal Tap, Zeppelin, Zeppelin. Wow, <laughs> now we're we're seeing the the deficiencies there. Way to go, <laughs> way to go, man. All right, well, make up your own mind. On uh, if there's deficiencies or not in this song, I don't think there are. This is Belly of the Whale, the first track on Heretics from the Toadies, right here on a special version of the Synaptic Radio. Do you want to hold my hand? Do you want to hold my hand? I tried to see my demons in the deep. So catch me if you can
the belly of the whale off of the brand new album Heretics from the Toadies. I'm sitting here with Vaden Todd Lewis and Mark Reznicek. Hello. Howdy. Of the Toadies. They're still, they still sound exactly the same as they did earlier on. So that's, <laughs> so that's good. We're talking about Heretics, the new record. We're just going to go through it. We're going to go through uh, chronological. You know, you look at the track list of this record and you know, you see some, you know, especially like the casual Toadies fan is going to notice, you know, a few of the classics on here. Mm-hmm. But then it seems like there's a couple of nouveau classics on here. You've got uh, The Appeal. Mm-hmm. That seemed uh, seemed like an odd choice. And then uh, you've also got Beside You, which I do believe that's been one of the staples of the chill night. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've played it uh, several times at chill night. Yeah. yeah. So that's, a, I mean, that's a pretty good representative there you know because if you look at it it, part of it looks almost like we just kind of took a dart and threw at things how did you decide what ended up on the record uh well uh basically we wanted it to be kind of an overview of our whole catalog uh without focusing too much on one album sure and uh and just through this new lens and uh uh just just some songs seemed naturally suited uh and you know when we we had limited. Uh, we intentionally limited ourselves to a number of tracks so that we wouldn't wind up with a eight-sided record, right? Because um, we've been doing this for twenty-something years. But uh, yeah, and some of these just lent themselves to it. And like I said, so sure. So this is the fourth time you guys have worked with Rob. Yes, it is. We did uh, Rubberneck, Hell Below, uh, Feeler, the the real version of Feeler. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this record, yeah. Oh. So I guess y'all, I mean, pretty. That's a that's a pretty good relationship you guys have there. I mean, I wouldn't call it good. Do... <laughs> <laughs> we tolerate him. <laughs> no, Rob's a great guy. We we have a rapport, so you kind of go in already knowing, right. already knowing, you know, the the person that takes a lot of the anxiety away. Right. Uh, you know, like like say on uh, play rock music. Uh, there were, you know, it seemed like there were some boundaries pushed on it. Songs like uh, "Lament" mm-hmm. of a good man, definitely not something that I would have expected from the Toadies. Now, do you get that same sort of push out of Rob? Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of that push is just built in. I've always wanted to uh, avoid becoming the Possum Kingdom guy and just writing that song over and over again. And, right. And there was, you know, there's pressure to do that early on, and I intentionally wanted to evolve and change and have this band grow and and evolve right and uh so you know there's certain things that i just love to hear that are basic toady sounds and then there's a lot of other stuff that we all love that we just throw at it and see what we come up with and it's it uh it just it's, it works in weird different ways right gotcha well let's uh let's take a listen to beside you which is a it's a deconstructed version of a song from no deliverance so there you go a little all over the place with the catalog mm-hmm. uh, so we're gonna play that right now Off of Heretics, this is Beside You from the Toadies.
That was Beside You off of the new record Heretics from the Toadies. Uh, one of the fun things about DM, we're just really talking about Chill Night at Dia and how it's uh, kind of affected this record. One of the cool things and fun things is to see what covers you guys kind of come up with. And I remember y'all did this out at uh, for the launch of the Rubberneck Red. One of the first times, if not the first time, y'all knocked out Heart of Glass mm-hmm. by Blondie, which is what uh, the cover that was chosen here. And in the past, we've seen you know, like Ooh La La, mm-hmm. which is uh, probably a personal favorite of mine that y'all have done on Chill Night. Heart of Glass. How did we get to Heart of Glass? <laughs> well, I've got a uh, I've got a, a daughter who's a singer. She's you know preteen and she's singing in a band with her friends and and uh, that's just got me listening to all things female vocalists and really tuning in to what what they're saying, right? Uh, whether I want to or not, it just happens. So uh, uh, yeah, she and I were in the car and uh, listening to. Uh, Oh whatever, and uh, Heart of Glass came on for the millionth time, and I never ever listened to the lyrics because it's just to me it just oh, it's just a silly fun song, cool. Yeah. And uh, then it just struck me how how contrasting the lyrics were the way I read them anyway, the way I heard them, how they contrasted to the upbeat happy music, and uh, so I went home and sat with her with my daughter and uh, played the guitar and learned the learned the basic structure and made up what I didn't know and slowed it down and right and uh, next day I sent a demo to the guys pretty cool it really seemed to fit this whole mood of this record you know right well it, yeah it comes off really well it's a nice little centerpiece there to uh, to the album right smack in the middle here you go you want to hear it for yourselves this is Heart of Glass off of Heretics by the Toadies right here on the Synaptic Radio
Deconstructed right here on the Synaptic Radio. Uh, we're talking with Baden Todd Lewis and Mark Reznicek of the Toadies, uh, discussing their new record and going through some songs. Uh, coming up next, a song probably the oldest song on this on this record because I can remember this from at least '92 in an earlier incarnation, which was Happy Voodoo. Now it's uh, it, it turned into Jigsaw Girl mm-hmm. or Hell Below Stars Above. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is one of the two Hell Below Stars Above songs you've got that made the, the track listing here. Man, how many different versions of Jigsaw Girl are there going to be? <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I never liked the. the I just it's just the chorus never came together for me on that song when it was Jigsaw Girl. It just right. didn't, didn't. It was like a placeholder title. And, when it uh, was Happy Voodoo. Yeah. When it was hap- Happy Voodoo. I'm sorry. And uh, right. And so uh, when we were working on Hell Below Stars Above, I liked the song, and it's I've always liked you know, real you know kind of syrupy, pretty music with terrible, awful lyrics. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you mean fits, like dark lyrics? Yeah, that fits, that fits right in there. And um, uh, anyway, so yeah, we uh, I just manipulated the words a little bit, and then we you know, added a new bridge and. Right. Yeah, Rob did his magic on it. Uh, if you ever want to hear Happy Voodoo, go out and try to find a, a copy of the You're Cute cassette. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because it's out there. It's out there. The last version of Happy Voodoo. The long, long version. The long so bridge. I always, always enjoyed that. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was always good. I always kind of considered that the, the time for the mosh pit was that <laughs> long bridge. Like in the metal songs, whenever they get into that... <laughs> that thing, you know, it was, your, it was like your Slayer moment, uh-huh. pretty much. So Jigsaw Girl shows up here, uh, yeah, and it's a it's another one of the the kind of creepy uh, compositions mm-hmm. that you've come up with. I can't remember has this one been on on the Diaz? Have y'all been doing this one on Diaz, or was this a? a oh, I think we've done it just kind of stripped down, never this flushed out, right? But I, yeah, we've done it a couple times I think on we Diaz. Have, yeah. It's hard to remember since there's been eight of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Only eight. Only eight so far. So How far. many more are there going to be? Uh, I'm having a good time. Why Why stop? Hey, there you go. People keep coming. Uh-huh. So that's that's good. That's key. still like you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is key. Very true. All right. Well, we're going to hear that. Jigsaw Girl right here on the Synaptic Radio. This is my 
Jigsaw Girl off of Heretics from the Toadies. Fun little song, always uplifting. Uh, that brings us up to the to the final track on the record, which I, I think probably a lot of longtime Toadies fans were really happy to see this one show up. Uh, you know, because there's been there's been demo. I think there's been a couple of demo versions of it mm-hmm. in the past, uh, rock <clears throat> versions, but it's never been fully realized song. Uh, you know, it was the the live you know always a live favorite. Mm-hmm. For most people, uh, especially if you go on uh, go on YouTube and find find the live version of "Send You to Heaven" uh, from '97, when you can see you've got all the baboon guys have come out with drums and mm-hmm. uh, Andy 
singing along with that Andy scream. Uh huh. The horse head. The horse head. The whole the whole nine going on for that. What a why did Cindy to Heaven finally find it uh, a home here on Heretics? Um, it just uh, it just seemed to work. It was it just it's such a pretty song. You know, again, pretty song with dark, just really right foul lyrics. We played it. And, uh, maybe it was the like the very first time we did uh, a chill night, and uh, we had Joe Butcher, a friend of ours, come and play uh, pedal steel guitar on it, mm-hmm. and it just seemed to work perfectly for that song it's kind of like the missing piece that it's needed all these years to it's like ah there it is yeah right you know so because i was was intrigued when i saw it because uh you know obviously the hook has always been that end part Mm -hmm. uh because i again because i didn't drink back then uh remember the first time y'all played it at a orbit room did Mm -hmm. those when it was the, uh, hey, if you see all four of us somewhere, we're going to play. Right. Type of thing. And y'all just popped up with a, a Captain Audio had played that night or something. And it was like, oh, cool, new song. And it's like, okay, well, this is pretty cool. And then it got to, uh, you know, that part. Mm-hmm. Got to the front line, drops the guitars, and everybody's screaming into the, the mics and everything. So, obviously, I was very intrigued to see where this was going to go. It kind of it kind of opens the door, I think, to because uh, it's the only thing that's not either a new song or reimagined or a cover. It kind of blows the door wide open on this whole heretics sort of uh, concept to the fact that they're in my mind. This could be an entire series. I mean, you were we were joking around earlier that you could have uh, you know an eight record volume set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, as far as I'm you know. You can, you can. There's so much material that you can mine for for like a, a Heretics two. Is yeah, that? A, yeah. Do you think that's a possibly a possibility? Is it? Am I the first person to bring it up? Are you hearing it right here first? <laughs> I think that's the first time I've heard that. Um, I'm sure it is. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I, you know, that's not a not out of the realm. But uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to writing, just writing a new record and having these. The you know every record we do we tend to open another door or avenue into whatever right. weirdness and this opened a whole set of doors so it's going to be fun to write the next record and just have all these different uh, different avenues of expression available everything from loud electric guitar to like mandolin and you know keys so sure. why not use it all right I I think uh, somebody you know because if if you're really not, or, and we t- we talk a lot about Dia, and we've talked a lot about Dia, if you if you haven't been, or you don't really live around here, DFW, this seems like such a wild departure. Oh sure, you know, uh, almost as a because I, I remember when you know we finally got the the finished Hell Below Stars Above, and it was you know at the time you go back and you listen to it now, and it doesn't seem like it's that far from Rubberneck. But at the time, it felt like light years. Yeah. It felt like the and feeler was obviously the missing piece in that evolution mm-hmm. to that. Because I think uh, I saw somebody talking about heretics saying, "Wow, uh, coffee house toadies. That's a uh, that's something new." And I, you know, responded like, "You know, oh well, you know, you need to know, blah 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 blah." 
talking about. Oh yeah, well I mean if you've only night, if you only kept up with uh, you know just peripherally or just you know, even just with the first record, sure. then you know what the hell is this? That's what the you know that's I get that. Yeah, that's, that's why it's called Heretics. Sure. So, uh, um, but uh, but if you've been keeping up with the band and following us and and uh, then it might make a little more sense. Very true, and, and I like the, I like the whole idea, like you were just saying, that it opens doors that you can. It, it, blo- it really blows the doors wide open on what you guys can do. Yeah, because um, I believe I remember we were talking again many years ago. Uh, whenever the, I think it was uh, when Little Fish and Joey Let's Go were just recorded, and y'all were starting to play those live, and you were like, "I'm so glad that people are getting to see." what I can do I you know I'm not just a pounding rock drummer that I can do more than that and then you had to sit in 1100 springs and everything like that so this is uh, Heretics has been kind of cool even for you because you're kind of getting to show even more chops I think yeah uh, it's fun to you know be able to play all different styles of music and uh, I just think for for my eardrums, hearing a whole album of loud, pounding music, while that was cool when I was younger and angrier, uh, it's not really what I listen to that much anymore. And so it's kind of cool to be playing something closer to what my musical tastes are nowadays, you know? <laughs> right. Not that I listen to exclusively, like, mellow or acoustic music. I mean by any means, but uh, I don't really sit there and, you know, play loud punk rock or heavy metal records all day long like I did when I was a teenager in my 20s, you know. So uh, it's cool to be able to branch out and uh, just explore, you know, not just me, but all all four of us, like what we're capable of as musicians and trying to to push the boundaries a little on... uh, what we think we're capable of, sort of. Right. Yeah, and for me, uh, a lot of this record, a big part of this record is, uh, well, you know, doing this for so long and traveling and seeing a lot of the same bands over and over again for twenty something years. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't that don't want to let go of right. who they were twenty two years ago, and it's just kind of like, I, oh, that's just. It's, oh, a little it's sad, almost depressing, you know. Yeah. Right. And so I don't, I don't have a problem getting older. I, you know, I feel, I feel, I'm 50. I just turned 50 this month, and I feel great. And I, and I, and I feel like I've learned a lot. And I, why not be that person and just continue to grow and and find new ways of uh, of just figuring things out. Very well said. Yeah, thank you. I like that. On that, we're gonna hear, we're gonna li- finally get around to listening to the song. <laughs> That's what I was saying. What song we're talking? That's what I was saying. We could probably do a six-hour version of this, and there you go, without any music. This is "Send You to Heaven." Evidently, what's going to be the definitive version of "Send You to Heaven"? Could there be a rock version? Could we finally, now that you've kind of figured out what Hmm. what the song is, could there be a a screamy rock version at some point? (laughs) I don't know. That is a that is a fantastic answer. It's to send you to heaven from the toadies right here on the Synaptic Radio.
Send You to Heaven right there from the Toadies, and that's going to be our final selection uh, on the show here. Now, you were saying some uh, a couple of things that I thought was interesting. You know, you don't want to be known as the Possum Kingdom guy mm-hmm. or the Possum Kingdom <clears throat> band, you know. Right. Uh, which that's a tremendous outlook on things. And I was thinking this during uh, the rock set at the last Dia, Dia 7, or no, I'm sorry, Dia 6. Because at that point, it was like, I think y'all only had to play like six rubberneck tracks on that. And I was thinking, you know, how great it is that y'all finally, y'all have a catalog now that's large enough. Because, I mean, let's face it, since 2008, been pretty prolific. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been several records, and now you're not having to lean so much on Rubberneck. And then here we come, 2014, 20th anniversary, and the year of Rubberneck. Yeah. <laughs> so it just all it was all all Rubberneck, Rubberneck, Rubberneck. Yep. But you guys have been really super busy with all sorts of different things, uh, besides just making records. Uh, you've got you've released two beers, mm-hmm. which I meant to bring up Boxlider when we were talking about Backslider. Right. Um, and we talked about the Rubberneck Red earlier. Uh, you've done that, which I also mentioned to Mark. I think uh, the next product should be uh, Toady Salsa. I burn. Oh. I burn. Because like it. it's fun idea. to say salsa. Salsa. <laughs> yeah. I know it's salsa. I know how to actually say it. Salsa. <laughs> but yeah, I burn. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. We're actually uh, in talks with Martin House to do possibly a third beer. A third beer? It'd be out next year sometime probably. Trifecta. Yeah. Trifecta. That's nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know if I like it or not. You haven't tried Boxlighter yet? Well, no. I haven't tried the third one. Oh, well, no, you haven't because it doesn't exist. So. I've tried it in my mind and it's really delicious. Yeah. (laughs) And you know it will be, so... (laughs) Very, we yeah. will not put our name on a bad tasting beer. Very, Unless you know it true. pays really well. <laughs> 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 Talking to you, Keystone Light. <laughs> Schaefer. But the can makes it taste like a bottle. <laughs> Why don't they just put it in a bottle? Yeah, a bottle of what? We're not clear. Neither was the can. <laughs> But uh, you know, so but you've been busy with that, and uh, you've had some of the some, done some uh, solo shows. Yep. And then you had the Burden Brothers reunion. Yep. Uh, is there going to be any more Burden Brothers shows? Do you think? Uh, probably. Maybe next year. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm looking forward to doing a solo record. I want to do a little tour and uh, a smallish tour, and uh, record it all and put it together. So I'll have a because people have been asking about it. Right, um, and so that could possibly enable me to do more of a national presence, right? Solo would that, wise, would that be new, Baden Todd Lewis songs, or would that be acoustic? Uh, it'll probably versions be, of the. Uh, it'll probably none be, of the, none of the songs on here because you know <laughs> you've already I, got them. You've already got because I can't play Mellotron while I play acoustic guitar. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll probably be. Uh, it's, a sampling of uh, Toadies and Burden Brothers like I do in my solo set uh, and then whatever I've got in the works when the time comes. Right. Gotcha. And uh, Mark, you've got you've got an appearance coming up, don't you? That's oh, I do, yeah. 
Thanks for reminding me. You're very welcome. Going to be at the uh, the Dallas Comic Convention, uh, October sixteenth through the eighteenth. I don't know if I'll be there all three of those days, but at least one of them. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll be signing and selling copies of Buzzkill and uh, Darny Cates, my co-writer, will also be there. Uh, yeah, I don't. We've never done a convention appearance together at the same time before, so. Right. Any more comic aspirations? Uh, Post Buzzkill. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple ideas. I just gotta get off my ass and write them down, kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> right. Isn't that, isn't that pretty much how everything is? Pretty much. Got to get around to actually doing it. Well, cool. So yeah, so fourteen was the year of of, of Rubberneck. Fifteen's the year of Heretics, and and I guess there's stuff abound. You're already talking about a another record. Yeah, I imagine we'll write a new record uh, next year and release it either the end of next year or the following. The, 2017. Gotcha. Now, we were talking about Hell Below Stars Above with Jigsaw Girl. Next year being the 15th anniversary of Hell Below Stars Above. Hmm. Any chance of seeing uh, some fanfare around that? Because I'd really love to get an LP copy of that one to complete my uh, collection. (laughs) That would be cool. Yeah? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's cool that's crazy that's 15 years yeah it is uh, it would be cool to have it on an LP yeah um, it, it would be a lot of work to try and relearn every one of those songs and play them live but uh, there might be something to do in well, the future yeah I don't know that you'd have to even do a full tour just at least celebrate the record we'll celebrate it have a beer. Have a beer. Uh huh. Maybe listen to it. There you go. There you go. That and you can. You'll be able to hear that here. Yeah. We will come back. We will play the entire Hell Below Stars Above record live, mm-hmm. and we'll just uh, MST3K the whole thing. That's right. <laughs> drink some beer. We'll do it. We'll do it later in the day, not not in the afternoon when a none ge- of us have any responsibilities. That's a it's a genius idea. I think so. I think so. All right, guys. Anything else? Anything else anybody needs to know about Heretics besides um, go out and buy it? Yes, it's available wherever they sell recordings. I'm not sure where that is these days, but difficult. Yeah, it's it difficult. Is. I saw I sought it out, you know, because uh, I'm that cheesy guy that has to buy everything on release day. And about nine thirty release day, I finally found a copy out at CD Warehouse Arlington, which I'll I'll plug them. Hell they yeah. had it. Yeah, they had awesome. several copies out there, and uh, it's on Amazon too. It's on Amazon. Yeah, you can. They need click help. and order. They need some advertising. They really do. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have heard of Amazon. It's an online thing. It's an online thing. Yeah, kind of like eBay. Yeah. You know, but uh, less popular, <laughs> evidently. All right, guys. Thank you very much for coming by. Thanks for having. I appreciate. Us. Yeah. It. Thank you. Uh, Let's do it again soon. In 20 years. Days. 20 years, we'll do it again. <laughs> I'll still be podcasting. And people will be like, what's a podcast? And I'll be like, you know what an 8-track is? And they'll be like, no. And I'll be like, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, again, you know, I'm I, again, not trying to be biased or anything, but 
this really is a record you guys should be proud of. Thank you. It's a front to back. It is. There's not. A, there's not a skipper <laughs> in the whole bunch. Thank you. That's good. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I would tell you if there were. <laughs> I know you would. Yes, I would. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I mean, besides you guys, I'm probably your harshest critic. So, uh, but it's all constructive. It's all constructive. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that song. It's awful. Stop it. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> regardless, go out find wherever you can find a copy of Heretics, pick it up, and uh, support support music and musicians and everything like that. For the Synaptic Radio this week. I'm Randy Brown. You are? Vaden Todd Lewis. And, and you are? Mark Resnicek. All right. We will see you guys very soon. Or at least I will. They will. They will. One of these days. Again. All right. Bye. Bye. You can join me in the cyber world on Facebook, which is just The Synaptic, at The Synaptic on Twitter. You can email me, thesynaptic1 at gmail.com. And you can also join me at thesynaptic.com where I will occasionally, and I do mean very occasionally, blog and write something down about whatever I'm thinking about, which I guess is what a blog is. Do some record reviews, do some show reviews, whatever. Uh, it's very occasional, though. So if you, find a, if you find me writing something new, you've, uh, you've lucked out. As always, I'd like to thank my cnjradio.com family for giving me this time to spend with you this week. The Synaptic Radio is brought to you by the Synaptic Empire in conjunction with cnjradio.com.